Hi, welcome to this second part of This Week in Tudor History for the week beginning the 15th of February. I'll be talking about a French duke whose death was a factor in a horrible massacre, an imprisoned noblewoman finding out about the death of her son, a countess who served all six of King Henry VIII's wives and who was close to his daughter Mary, and a noblewoman who had two babies while she was imprisoned in the Tower of London. First, on the 18th of February, 1563, Francis or Francois, Duke of Guise, was wounded by a Huguenot assassin at Orléans in France. He died six days later. The Catholic Guise was a prominent leader during the French Wars religion, and there'd been attempts on his life previously. Guise was wounded by Huguenot Jean de Potro de Mere at the Siege of Orléans, and it's thought that the treatment he'd received from his physicians, bloodletting, contributed to his death, i.e. they took rather a lot of blood, a bit too much. Guise's son blamed Gaspard de Coligny, the Huguenot leader, for his father's death. And on the 22nd of August, 1572, an attempt was made on Coligny's life. He survived the shooting, though. It's not clear who hired the shooter, possibly the Guises, but the Catholics, fearing a Huguenot retaliation, decided to go on the offensive and attack the Huguenot leaders. This attack took place in Paris on the 24th of August, 1572, on the Feast of St. Bartholomew. Coligny was stabbed to death by a servant of the Duke of Guise and more violence against the Huguenots followed. It became known as the St. Bartholomew's Day Massacre. But it carried on for three days in Paris and then unfortunately spread to other cities and towns. Thousands were killed. In the description, I'll share a link to my video on that massacre. A little bit of trivia, Sir Francis Walsingham, his pregnant wife and daughter, and poet Sir Philip Sidney were in Walsingham's house in the Huguenot suburb of Saint-Marceau at the time of the massacre. So a scary time for them. Queen Elizabeth I was outraged by the murder of innocent men, women and children in France. Moving on to the 19th of February... And remaining in Elizabeth I's reign, on the 19th of February, 1567, Margaret Douglas, Countess of Lennox, was informed of the murder of her son, Henry Stuart, Lord Darnley. Darnley had been murdered nine days earlier at Kirkerfield in Edinburgh, in the Royal Mile, just a few hundred yards from Holyrood House, where his wife, Mary, Queen of Scots, and baby son, the future King James VI, King James I, was staying. Margaret was in the Tower of London at the time. She'd been imprisoned in 1566 after Queen Elizabeth I had heard news of Darnley's marriage to Mary, Queen of Scots. News of her son's murder was carried to her by William Cecil's wife, Mildred, and Lady William Howard. The Spanish ambassador wrote... This queen expresses sorrow at the death of the king, i.e. Donnelly, and she thinks that although he married against her wish, yet as he was a royal personage and her cousin, the case is a very grave one, 
and she signifies her intention to punish the offenders. She sent to inform the king's mother of his death by the Countess of Withington, the wife of the Lord Chamberlain and the wife of Cecil. The mother was so grieved that it was necessary for the queen to send her doctors to her. She has been taken out of the tower and placed in Sackville's house, where she arrived yesterday. And William Cecil recorded that the Queen's Majesty sent yesterday my Lady Howard and my wife to Lady Lennox in the tower to open this matter unto her, who could not by any means be kept from such passion of mind as the horribleness of the fact did require. Historian Rosalind K. Marshall writes that Margaret's visitors mistakenly told her that her husband Lennox had been killed too, although this was corrected later. Margaret was in such a state that Dr. Hewick, Dean of Westminster and one of the Queen's physicians, was sent to her. As the Spanish ambassador said, Margaret was soon released from the Tower of London. Now an event from King Edward VI's reign. On the 20th of February 1552, Anne Herbert, Countess of Pembroke, died at Baynard's Castle in London. Let me give you a few facts about this Tudor countess who was the younger sister of Queen Catherine Parr. Anne was born in around 1515 and was the youngest surviving child of courtiers Sir Thomas Parr and his wife Maud Green, a lady-in-waiting to Queen Catherine of Aragon. Like her sister Catherine, Anne was educated to a high standard and learnt French, Italian and Latin, being praised by scholar Roger Ascombe for the perfection of her Latin. Anne joined Catherine of Aragon's household as a maid of honour in 1528 and continued in royal service to Queen's Anne Boleyn and Jane Seymour. In 1537, Anne married Esquire of the Body, William Herbert, who was known as Black Will Herbert and a mad fighting fellow. It was said that he'd killed a mercer in Bristol and fled to France, but he was back in England serving the king by 1526. Anne also served Anne of Cleves for her brief time as queen, serving as gentlewoman of her privy chamber and keeping this position in Catherine Howard's household. When Catherine Howard was arrested in 1541, her jewels were put in Anne's care as keeper of the Queen's jewels. Anne also accompanied the Queen to the Tower of London. In July 1543, Henry VIII married Anne's sister Catherine, and both Anne and her husband benefited, receiving estates, William being knighted, and receiving Baynard's castle from Catherine to use as their London home. Anne wasn't just Catherine's sister, she was also her best friend. Anne was a patron of the arts, loving music and serving as patron to miniaturist Lavina Tierlink, scholars and writers. Like her sister, Anne was of the reformed religion, and when the Queen found out about a plot against her and rushed to see the King to explain herself, Anne was one of the ladies who accompanied her. In 1547, after the death of King Henry VIII, Anne acted as messenger between her sister, the Dowager Queen, and the new king's uncle, Thomas Seymour, whom Catherine secretly married just a few months after the king's death. Despite her religious views, Anne was close to King Henry VIII's eldest daughter, Mary, 
and was recorded as being one of her attendants when Mary rode through London to see the King, Edward VI, on the 10th of February 1552. Anne died on the 20th of February 1552 and was survived by her husband and their children, Henry, Edward and Anne. She was laid to rest at St Paul's. Merchant tailor and diarist Henry Machen recorded... The 28th day of February was buried the noble lady, the Countess of Pembroke, and sister to the late Queen and wife to the noble King Henry VIII, late King. And the good lady, the Countess of Pembroke, the witch, she died at Baynard's Castle and so carried unto Paul's, St. Paul's. There was a hundred poor men and women had mantle frieze gowns. Then came the heralds, then the corpse, and about her eight banner rolls of arms. And then came the mourners, both lords and knights and gentlemen. And then came the ladies' mourners and gentlewomen mourners, 200. Then the gentlemen and gentlewomen. And after came in coats, 200 servants and other servants. And she was buried by the tomb of the Duke of Lancaster. And after her banners were set up over her and her arms set on diverse pillars. Unfortunately, old St. Paul's was destroyed in the 1666 Great Fire of London. And finally, we move on to the 21st of February. On the 21st of February, 1568, in the reign of Queen Elizabeth I, Catherine Seymour, Countess of Hertford, was buried at Yoxford. Her remains were later reinterred by her grandson, in the Seymour family tomb at Salisbury Cathedral. Catherine was the second daughter of Henry Grey, Duke of Suffolk, and his wife, Frances Brandon, and the granddaughter of Charles Brandon, Duke of Suffolk, and Mary Tudor, Queen of France. She was also the younger sister of Lady Jane Grey. Catherine was only about 27 years of age at her death on the 27th of January, 1568, but she'd had rather an eventful life. Here are a few facts about her. In May 1553, Catherine married Lord Henry Herbert in a triple wedding service, which saw her sister Jane marry Lord Guilford Dudley and Guilford's sister Catherine marry Lord Henry Hastings. Catherine's marriage to Herbert was annulled following the accession of Queen Mary I in July 1553. Catherine's sister Jane was queen for just 13 days in July 1553 before being deposed and imprisoned in the Tower of London. Lady Jane Grey, or Queen Jane, was executed in February 1554 and their father, the sister's father, was executed on the 23rd of February. Catherine was then placed in the household of Anne Seymour, Dowager Duchess of Somerset, wife of the late Edward Seymour. Catherine served as a maid of honour to Queen Elizabeth I on her accession in 1558. But in late 1560, Catherine secretly married the Duchess of Somerset's eldest son, Edward Earl of Hertford, without the Queen's consent. And Catherine quickly became pregnant. When their marriage came to light, Catherine and Hartford were imprisoned in the Tower of London, but Catherine gave birth to a son, Edward, in September 1561. 
1562, the couple's marriage was declared invalid and their son declared illegitimate. Catherine and Edward remained in the tower, but were able to see each other thanks to the kindness of Sir Edward Warner, lieutenant of the tower. Catherine got pregnant again and gave birth to a second son, Thomas, in February 1563. After this, Catherine and Hartford never saw each other again. Catherine was released into house arrest in the summer of 1563 due to plague in London. But she spent the rest of her life under house arrest due to her royal blood and to those who viewed her as the Queen's successor. She died on the 27th of January 1568 at Cockfield Hall, Yoxford in Suffolk, home of Owen Hopton, in whose custody she'd been since October 1567. Catherine's widower, Hartford, was released from confinement in 1571 when he was allowed back at court. I'll give you a link to my video on Hartford, who went on to have another two secret marriages. You'd think he would have learnt his lesson, but no. Catherine's younger sister Mary also had a secret marriage and was kept under house arrest while her husband was imprisoned. And I'll share a link to my video on her too. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.